Welcome to the Luke and Pete Shaw. I'm the Pete bit and Luke is with me. I'm the Luke bit, the yeah. Luke-shaped bit. Luke, I'm planning on doing a true crime special uh, pretty soon when I can be asked to sort of write down exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, so watch out for that Okay. in 10 months' time. Yeah. I've been reading a book about um, a true crime story that I cannot believe uh, has not been featured on a true crime podcast. So I, Whoa, I am going to be breaking barriers and breaking hearts yeah. and breaking bones. And breaking bad. Mm, no. Um, I bought a hat on holiday. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought a hat on holiday uh, as a joke. Uh, basically, it's like a um, like an elongated... Um, imagine a Panama hat that uh, the lead singer of the Neptunes, I realise he's better known as Pharrell Williams, uh, would wear, like a long hat. Um, but it's got like a skull shape kind of yeah. imprinted in it. Yeah. And I thought, that's a cool hat. I've how, never seen a hat like that before. How much was it? $25. 25 quid. Not too bad for It you. wasn't too bad yeah. for, my, for my excesses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, but the problem was um, I was on carry-on. I just took carry-on everywhere when, when I was on holiday. I was away for about a week and a half. And I thought, you know what? Sod it. I'm not going to put my things in. I'm on 10 different flights. Let's just do carry-on. Um, and unfortunately, I uh, I bought something ironically that I in in the end had to I unironically wear. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. So I looked like a dickhead. Not, well, long, the thing is, you're also not tall enough. No, exactly. If I was it. tall, yeah. no, if I was like a basketball player, no one would know no. that there was a skull on I'm, my hat. Only birds. Only birds would yeah. see the skulls. Eagles would see it. Eagles would think it was um, you know prime for a picking. Prime for dropping a turtle on it. <laughs> Exactly. That, that's, yeah. a, that's a callback. Yeah. Recently on the Luke and Pete show, um, after that incredible missive from Mr. Pete Donaldson, mm. more of that to come. And um, we have been talking um, about knives made of pasta and pants and other things like that. You oh, really, yeah. I mean, you really are going to have to listen to that episode for that to make any sense. My pants um, are made of knives now. Yeah. You've, got, you've amalgamated yeah. the whole lot. Um, um, I'm bleeding out as we speak. We talked about police helicopters. We talked about going grey. Um, sounds sounded a bit Alan Partridge here. We mm. talked about a stand-in who worked on a Liam Neeson slash Martin Scorsese vehicle. I think it was the film Silence. I'm Liam Neeson. Um, I'm in Japan. But before we go into your recent trip to Korea, which I think everyone, myself included, is delighted uh, in anticipation to listen to, um, I, I got an email from a guy called Daryl. I won't use his surname because mm. I don't want to embarrass him. Is it Daryl from The Walking Dead, the crossbowman? No. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a fictional character. So he's in, it feels like he's in Death Stranding now, Hideo Kojima's new game. Um, Daryl, essentially, I mean, I've boiled his email down to, to these two questions. Who are you guys and why are you friends? Good, so, good Pete, I thought you could answer. It'd be good for you to answer that, I think, Pete. It's, it's, it's weird to have a question asked by the pit of your stomach every morning when you head into the <laughs> studio but it does happen yeah, yeah. as as who we are we are not i mean we are just two men one of us is sitting in a ravishing rick rude t-shirt with swag on it i'll let you be the judge of who that is don't spoil them no they can imagine that in their own mind but one of us has recently gotten into the wrestling yeah uh, he wasn't into the wrestling and now he's into the wrestling and um in terms of why are we friends i don't Pete, what 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 do you dislike about me the most? Uh, your arrogance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely want an honest answer here. No, uh, what do I dislike about you yeah. the most? Because um, I've got a list here. Um, your arguments are quite organised, <laughs> and I can't really compete, <laughs> and it annoys me. Oh. And your fucking stupid beard, you 
twat. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Hope that answers your question, Daryl. Um, Peter, you have recently, and I do mean recently, arrived back from the beautiful Far Eastern country of Korea. Mm. Um, you got back yesterday. Uh, you were in a bit of a frenzy. I'm I, in a bit I, of a frenzy. You know what? I'm I was feeling, fortunate I'm enough feeling, to see you as soon as you landed. I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm not I'm not really that well slept, but I'm, uh, I had a full dream uh, while I was away. I, I, Korea was very hot and just too hot. It was like 37 degrees right. Celsius. Is it humid as well? But it was humid at the yeah. same time, so you really couldn't do anything. You yeah. just couldn't be outside for any length of time. There were warnings, don't go outside, it's mental. Um, so I spent a lot of time just being in bed, just sleeping. Right. Um, so Long way to go for that sort of relaxation. I know, but... What can you do? But I did do a thing. I, I went to Jeju Island, which is a beautiful um, sort of seaside resorty sort of place. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been, I think. Um, and I sat on a water ring. Water ring? Rubber, rubber ring. ring. Rubber ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you uh, and I just sort of like sat and just kind of dozed off in the sea. Did you get sunburned again? No, I didn't get sunburned again. I was all right. I, 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 my base tan was in was in uh, was in residence, so I think I was fine. Did you but put cream on as well? Very relaxing. Yeah, a little bit. A little. Good. Yeah, I got. We've got to be talking cream. about the filtration of UVA and UVB rays here. I was hanging. Talk about I was hanging out with a Scotsman, so let's right. just say he got banned because yeah. he's Scottish. But uh, I'm just south of the border, and I don't know what that means, but it just it just works. Right, and so this was the trip that you had planned for a while, which you initially um, planned on taking uh, Stuart Donaldson, a.k.a. your dad, to. No, it was actually a later one. But you were never able to pin him down? Never able to pin the man down. He's unpinnable. Uh, His stomach would uh, stop me, I think, from um, reaching the ends of his wrists. (laughs) And so what were your highlights of the trip? Um, Just the food was so good. Like, the end, I had... This chopped up octopus, chopped up octopus at uh, like two in the morning after I've been out for a few drinks. And it was the greatest. I kind of wanted to go to bed, but I was like, oh, I'm a bit hungry. It was just a crappy little kind of bar, that sort of um, restaurant, all locals. Um, Korea's one of those places, actually, where you don't actually see a lot of um, uh, white people, certainly in Jeju. Right. Uh, Jeju is, is, is mainly made up of Chinese tourists, um, but there's actually a trade. Uh, embargo or trade um, disagreement, which meant that uh, the big tours couldn't go out there. So if you're Chinese, you can only go out there as a solo traveller, which they don't do a lot, apparently. Right, uh, okay. So, so, the, so the Chinese um, uh, interpreters and Chinese tour guides went from being like 350 to like 50 on the island. It's only a very small island. Right. Uh, comparatively, when you don't drive, it's, it's, it's a fucking nightmare to get around. But um, it's... Uh, it, it was just, there were just no white people at all. It was really weird. You stood really, out. Really, really weird. So, yeah, I think I did. Not I as much of... as your Scottish friend stood out, presumably. No, he was <laughs> he was like a big ghosty boy. But um, the food, oh man, some of the food is just incredible. Uh, the problem is, like, bless Craig, he's, he's not the most adventurous of uh, eaters. So we were occasionally having have two different dinners. Um, one, me eating the mad seafood shit in the, the broths with the big lumps of eel and shit in it. Uh, and then he was like just um, you know eating the rice and stuff. It was kind of kind of um, difficult that way. But um, I think we had a good time. Um, St- Seoul. I don't know what it is, but the, the young kids. We were kind of in a hipster neighbourhood. They are stylistically obsessed with the film Leon. Right. Like everybody has a t-shirt with a older man with little round glasses and a young child. Um, basically, yeah. Leon. Every T-shirt has Leon on it. I, I don't know what this obsession is. Uh, I'm sure we have some uh, Korea. Uh, I know we have some uh, Korea soul-based uh, listeners because I know a couple of people got in touch. I didn't. I was only in 
still for a few days. So I didn't you really don't have like time to, to uh, socialise with certain people, do you? Like well, you do. if you've got limited time, I don't yeah. want to waste people's time. So I'm going, I'm going to be here for two hours. Make time. No. Yeah, make time. Um, Jean Renault as Leon, the title, the title, um, the, mm. the, the eponymous um, uh, Man. hero and uh, his small child. Was it Matilda in the film? Pretty sure I've got a feeling of him saying this is for Matilda in the film at some point. Yeah, I think it is Matilda. Yeah. I, I went for a phase of really liking that film. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a good movie, yeah. But I, I don't understand why in 2018 everyone's wearing that. We went to an erotic museum as well. Right. Which was less than erotic. Uh, I'm sure if you really need some pictures for Luke and Pete Instagram channel, <laughs> yeah. you got them. I mean, you got them. It's funny, isn't it? Because an erotic museum, in quotes, is almost guaranteed to be the least, the least erotic thing around. Oh, it was disgusting. Was it more or less erotic than the Icelandic Penis Museum in Reykjavik? Um, the Icelandic Penis Museum is a lot more um, biological. Yeah. The erotic museum was a bit more playful. Just a lot of kind of um, nicely painted, uh, oily, um, and they ended up oily, um, uh, <laughs> sexually explicit drawings, really. It, right. it was... There was very little to it. And then it built into it was a museum, presumably using utilising the same artists of uh, kind of like optical illusions and also an ice museum as well. So it was like three or four little... It was about as tourist trappy as it gets, but I got to um, stand under a big pair of boobies. I saw that. I saw the photo that you mm. lovingly sent around. Um, mm. Overall, marks out of 10? Um, well, uh, penis... Uh, penis... I've been, Your penis. penis. My penis is talking now. Um, <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> he has some things to say. Um, he's crying. Um, now, uh, the penis museum, uh, the sex museum, um, um, uh, a five out of ten. The uh, the ice museum. I mean, there is. Yeah, it's nice and cool in there. Presumably, it was nice and cool in there after the white hot fun we had in the erotic museum. Um, uh, I'd say that's another five. Uh, all fives. All, all right. fives out of ten. Tourist trap. Pathetic. <laughs> Not grown up rubbish. What would you give yourself out of 10? <laughs> the things I did in there, 10 out of 10. I was, <laughs> I was foul. Uh, I met a man in a bar. I met a man in a bar, and he was obsessed with... <laughs> he was obsessed with the Ruttles. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Eric Idle, uh, kind of Monty Python side uh, project, like a parody of the uh, Beatles, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like um, a film... Uh, and I think an album as well. He was obsessed with the Ruttles. He loved the music of the Ruttles and also uh, a Japanese copy band called the Goggles of the Beatles. Oh, okay. But I, I kind of didn't want to ask him whether he liked the Beatles or not because if you're offering up the information that his your favourite band is the Ruttles and also the Goggles... <laughs> Imagine if you if you were the one who broke to him that the Beatles <laughs> the existed <laughs> and like completely blew his mind. There's like 50 albums, mate. <laughs> Fill your boots. And they are very much the originals. It's um, I would say, yeah, they're definitely up there in the top three parody bands. Like, sorry, pa- parody. Pa- when you Can say you, parody, well, yeah, what does band, that mean? <laughs> Type that into the translator. What does they're quite, that mean? They're quite an interesting phenomenon, um, the Ruttles, because <laughs> as far a bit before my time, but as far as I'm mm. aware, they were actually quite big, despite yeah. being like a parody. They were on Saturday Night Live and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They're very popular. And they were good. They were good, but not worth talking about in 2018 and i think i think i think george harrison was like notably involved as well yes yes he was yes okay so he he loved it i think mccartney maybe as well possibly at one point Uh, it's it's quite interesting philosophically because at one point you could probably argue that they might have if paul mccartney and george harrison in the mid to late 70s were involved 
where does one start and where does the other end, you can no, argue. No, exactly. Pete, <laughs> um, we're, we're coming to the end of um, the long, hot summer of 2018. And even mm. people who haven't been fortunate enough to be in Korea where it was even hotter mm. will remember this summer as being the hottest since the one that your parents always talk about, aka the summer of 1976. How will you remember uh, this summer, do you think? Uh, and mine will be mostly complaining. It's just about how hot, how hot it is. I mean, we've been in here quite a lot because it coincided with the World Cup, didn't we? So it's it's basically um, everyone smells. Yeah. Watching Marcus Bell from the Football Ramble. Um, just sweating his, it well, up. Well, just watching his Like a horse in the paddock. Like, like watching his T-shirts change colour yeah. over an hour. Not even global hypercolour. No. Did you have one? Like, uh, yeah, probably. I, I had one, definitely. Sweat, sweater shop was quite big where I was from. Do you remember sweater shop? Yeah, vaguely, yeah. They were like a kind of, um, they were just jumpers. Mm. But in jazzy colours, um, with notably um, large logos saying the sweater shop. They say sweater shop on them. Don't yeah, they? it said sweater shop. Which, which thinking about it is presumably a play on the word sweatshop, which isn't great. Um, yeah, I don't know if they they intended that. Were, were no. sweatshops widely acknowledged as being the social ill that they are now? Back then, though? I think they were. I think they were getting right. there. Certainly, yeah. right? Okay, because yeah. the dissemination of information was nowhere near as efficient as it is now. Then, no. Um, it's, it's a similar vibe going on Foxconn in New England they have this brand called Vineyard Vines the Vineyard Vines which has got like a big whale as the logo but it's VV it's that type of like preppy um, clothing where it says Vineyard Vines all over it so it's right. sim- very very similar it's mm. almost like the modern sweater shop yeah. probably more expensive uh, I expect VV Brown no uh, she's good <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, good. Well, why don't we have a little break? Now you're back in the, well, back you in the have habit. A fucking break. We can all have one together. All right. And afterwards, we'll, we'll get on to the main part of the show, which is obviously other people telling us stories. Boobies. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. All right, welcome back to the Luke and Pete show. As promised before our little, little break there, little tea break. Um, it's we, time are for drink, some, we are drinking tea. We are. You're normally on coffee, but today mm. you're on tea. Um, stick around for more insight like that. We've had a lot of good emails. Mm. A lot of good emails. Um, what do you want to do first? Do you want to jump on one or do you want to choose one? Would you, would you, how do you Why want to don't you it? get on the email train and okay. I will be in the dining car picking up some um, uh, salty popcorn. 100 calories per bag. Okay. I, I would like to continue the recent theme of um, worst job interviews ever. Mm. But I would like to go with this one from Matt, who takes it from a slightly different angle. See, the, the beautiful part about this email is it's not the worst interview ever. Mm. It's the worst interviewer ever. Oh, right. Okay. So yeah, we yeah, flipped yeah. it on itself. I right? mean, they, they assume that you, because you are in a position of power, that you can interview people. Yeah. You can't. We've Wes craven this. You can't. We've subverted it. Mm. Check this out from Matt. He says, hi, guys. Hearing about your disappointment, the lack of awkward interview stories. I thought I'd share a terrible experience I had about six years ago. I'd been working in a local recruitment firm for just over a year in my local town of Southend-on-Sea. Who knew it would be a recruitment firm when this happened? (laughs) And feeling like I should make the big step to work in the city, I arranged an interview with a snazzy firm in London. The gentleman I was meant to interview with requested that I meet him in a nearby wine bar for my first interview. And when I arrived, the first thing he said to me was, I'm going to put my phone down here, but if it keeps going off, I can only apologise because I've got two women chasing me at the moment and they're a little bit keen. Wow. What an opening gambit. What a boy, mate. This is the person I want to work with, a man who's constantly at the STD clinic. Um, <laughs> this is my f- Matt says, this was my first indicator that I probably wouldn't be twatty enough to get the gig, but I still had another hour to get through. <laughs> he asked me a series of strange questions, such as, you're going to start a business recruiting ballerinas. What's your business plan? Ballerinas. Yeah. What's, well, I'm gonna. What's your What's your business plan for recruiting ballerinas, Donson? Um, have someone resident in the business to fix their shoes because um, they are notably pretty, uh, but very sturdy, and they need to maintain integrity. <laughs> Get out. Why? What's wrong? With You're that? fired. What's wrong with that? I'm adding sugar in you. Fuck off, Lou. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> to Matt, Matt says, to which I looked at him blankly for about 30 seconds without being able to muster any form of logical response. So you've done better than Matt there. I need a relationship with a good dry cleaning company because you can't put two twos in a washing machine. There we go. And also a carpenter to make the bars to put in front of the mirrors so they can practice their high kicks. High kicks. That's what it's they not do. Kung Fu. <laughs> anyway, this is where They're the one-inch punches. This is, <laughs> this is where the email gets really good. Matt goes on to say, perhaps the most embarrassing answer I produced was when he asked me what I was going to do with all the money I'd be making working for him. Oh God, this guy sounds <laughs> dreadful. To which I replied, I might get a new car, even though I didn't have a license. <laughs> he asked me which car, so I just said an Audi, and I thought it might get a positive response. <laughs> However, when he pushed me on which Aldi model, I couldn't think of any. So after a few seconds, I just blurted out an Aldi Fusion. Fusion! <laughs> oh, new. You've probably not heard of it. Goes to another school. He called me on this, and then I had to instantly confess that it wasn't a real car. <laughs> it's a kit car. It's an Aldi. That I, it's, it's, a, it's a cutting shot. Oh, don't you know? It's a cutting <laughs> shot. It's half an Aldi. <laughs> Half a chocolate bar by the sound of it. He ended the interview by saying he didn't think my appearance would fit in with the rest of the team, saying he wears $1,000 suits. Oh, my God. 
Why this, this prick is... doesn't pay in sterling wasn't explained. I didn't get the job. Regards, Matt. That I, you. That's not even a bullet dodge. That's a fucking Scud missile. Yeah. Dodged Matrix style in the best way possible. That's a drone strike dodge. That's a drone strike dodge. Like the Venezuelan president was a Venezuelan. Tell me more. I don't know about this. It was in the news like, a day ago. I think it was the Venezuelan uh, president uh, was having a having a little military procession. Uh, and uh, somebody dropped a drone with some explosives, uh, and all their, all his soldiers ran away. Uh, but people are just saying that he did it himself so he could crack down on his uh, dissenters oh, and sedition okay. rabble-rousers. All right, John Lacare, I found it very difficult Ooh. to find any news that I like since my preferred outlets were banned from Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> and Google. Well, I think we should um, uh, become the new Alex Jones uh, slash InfoWars um, uh, next week because I've got some c- cracking conspiracy theories I've stolen from certain places. All right, great. Um, I don't usually like conspiracy theories, but there are some humdingers. Is this in in addition to your true crime special? You're promising a lot at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm write delivering this down. little. I'm no, writing this down. Don't you dare! Don't true cross, crime cross special. Right, cross that out right now. And um, I'm going to spill my tea on it. What's the other one? Conspiracy theory special. And your mum. I'm going to talk about your mum. No, write that down. Don't do that. Your mum. My mum's lovely. Um, she got very drunk at a Ramble Live event once, as you well know. Um. Can I can I just say about Alex Jones very quickly? Yes. Um, when all this stuff went on, I said, I'll just have a little look, see if he's still on Twitter or whatever. Yep. Piped, pumped his um, name into Twitter, came up straight away, Cl- clicked on his profile. Yep. First like, pinned tweet from him, post all this banning, yep. first pinned tweet was a video he had uploaded, mm. 230 minutes long. Wow. Right. So give him, a, give him a bit of credit. At his, at his age and his physical build, that's a lot of stamina. Mate, all he does is take those supplements he hawks. And rip his shirt he, off. And rip his shirt off. He and, is going to live forever. So 230 minutes long. Mm. Within one minute... How many seven, hours is that? 60, 21, It's almost four hours. Wow. Yeah, so in... I, I timed this. That's over the limit. Within one minute and seven seconds, he was talking about the harvesting of organs. I, by look, prominent political figures. He, I am a man, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, I am a man who um, starts all of my points in the middle of, uh, of where I'm trying to get and try to kind of work my way out like a hedge maze. Um, starting like that, he's a man after my own heart. I, I, I'm up for that. I'm up for starting in a mental way and then trying to sort of, you know, get No, but it gets more mental. It. it gets more yeah. mental than that, doesn't it? It's where starting he's, like that. It's, it's one point he was talking about, um, in one of the videos, talking about... Hillary Clinton living with a mysterious, sharing a bed with a mysterious hooded old woman. It's like it doesn't really. I don't really understand what the basis for it is. Mm. Like what, what's it? What's it trying to convey? Yeah. Do you know? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah, before yeah. you get into all this sort of idea about false flags and crisis actors and the horrific stuff about mm. all the um, school massacres and all that kind of stuff. I, I just mean his basic oeuvre is almost impossible to understand what he's trying to convey. Maybe um, she sleeps in the same room as a parakeet and it's the cover. I don't think it's happening. Do you reckon he's just never seen a bird of paradise before? He's never seen a bird. He's never seen somebody cover up a bird's cage at night. Like the guy in um, Mighty Boosh who doesn't know what all the animals are. Yeah. (laughs) The the giant grey people pointing at the elephants. That's Alex Jones. Is that... um, I can't remember his bloody name now. It's called Bob uh, something. They Bob, Bob something. Uh, oh right, okay. I thought it was uh, the American guy who I quite like, and that's why I don't like cricket. Oh, Doug Stanhope. Doug, no, that's not Doug Stanhope. I'm Doug Stanhope, and that's why I drink. That guy. Yeah, no, that, he's no. not in. My we opinion. don't know who it is. So, people, what are you doing? Another email. Fucking, yeah, all right, fine. It's your turn now. 
Alright, hang on. Let me just. Uh... I've got so many good ones at the moment. Yeah. I'm telling well, you. Well, you want to bash out another one? Well, because I people just don't want to hear me all the time. Okay, then I'll do a little quick one while you're while you're doing that. Okay, it's from Alice, and she says names you wouldn't. Um, this is about names you wouldn't call a, a newborn baby girl. <clears throat> she says, "All right, lads. First things first. I got a lovely pair of Pear Deer Ultra Digitals in my camera. Nice. Pear Deer Ultra Digitals. Good, isn't it? Lot to uh, lot to disseminate there. How do they fill that on the battery? Mm. Um, she says, "I wanted to write to you about names you would never give to a baby girl because there are definitely." Some, even though you couldn't think of any. She's got come up with the following list, Pete. So you want to maybe just give it a yes or a no as I list the names. Okay? Sonia Blade. <clears throat> uh, who was that? She was in... She on, in Mortal Kombat. She in Red Sun? No, oh, okay, I'm thinking of that Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle. Mm. Um, anyway, here are the names. You tell me yes or no. Would you be happy to name your newborn baby girl this name? Okay? Yeah. Sandra. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. De- Deborah. Deborah. Yeah. You'd be happy to call your newborn baby girl Deborah. Yeah, that's fine. Pamela. Yeah. Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! I mean, we've already proved that I'm a fucking idiot. Brenda. Brenda would be funny. Belinda. Belinda, yeah. And she says Doreen. Doreen. Yeah, Is... just bring them back. I just, people, <laughs> people change their names all the time, so don't worry about it. Oh, that's not a, that's not an inspiring in, way to start parenthood, is it? I work in radio, and people change their names all the time. That's what that's what Neville Neville's parents thought. <laughs> <laughs> Neville Neville. And she says uh, the ultimate but name you'd never name a baby boy has to be Roy. Roy the baby. Roy. This but is Roy. Roy. This is Roy. This thanks, is Roy. He thanks works for that, Alice. Anyway, you're you're up, Donaldson. What what you got for us? All right. Um, Andy says there has never been a dad. Who doesn't take the Sunday paper with them for a forty-five minute dump? Yeah, my dad. My dad doesn't. I've not really seen my dad take the newspaper in. Oh, like mine's. My dad's got the radio on. He's got like a little portable radio in the shower. Actually, he's got a portable radio in every goddamn room in the house. Yeah, like that. And he listens to the radio for, and he reads the newspaper, and it, he just uh, it, it, the men of the world. Probably the problem with prost- why they all get fucking prostate cancer is the fact that they spend all his time on the fucking toilet. Well, that's not scientific basis, though, is Apparently, it? Apparently, uh, inner fishes are um, becoming more and more popular because people uh, tweet and play Candy Crush Saga on the loo for too long. Right. Just get it. If you need a shit, do it. Then go. I've always been, I've always been a proponent of that method. I've yeah, not been someone who likes to linger there. No. It's uncomfortable. It is, I understand what Andy's saying on his email because it is quite an old school idea. Mm. There used to be a guy I used to work with. Um, I won't name him because he got um, he got fired from for fa- having a porn found on his work computer. But he <laughs> used to take a copy of the Racing Post into the toilet, and he would like like really like obnoxiously do it. Peruse. He would he would like get up from his desk, mm. grab the Racing Post, stick it under his arm, and just walk off like whistling. He might as well have a big neon sign that <laughs> I am off for a massive shit. <laughs> it's quite an old school way of uh, of doing it. I mean, if he got caught with pornography on his work computer, yeah, he's probably got some something hidden. Well, he's been system. found now. Hidden in the system. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah so you, you can only go inside, in the same one every time. inside that racing post? <laughs> That's all I'm saying, mate. That's all I'm saying. Or maybe he gets off on horses. Um, <laughs> can't uh, discount that. Did your dad have a bull worker? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a big spring inside a big tube um, uh, with um, two wires for what you'd probably call Ballast, I suppose, or or, or right. and you'd pull. Oh them, yes, yeah, he did. And yeah, you'd pull them. Yeah, or you'd push them. It's like doing chest like, press. Doing or chest press. It's like doing an unfold. Like where did it's they really go? Really, eighties. Where did they go? Don't see them anymore. Where do you? did they go? No, I really want one now. M- Michael McIntyre. What? 
sort of thing he would say. I was just thinking about it. I was thinking you don't you don't see him anymore. Um, uh, yeah, you don't see him anymore. You don't um, see men using them anymore. I didn't it's know that's what they were called. Bull workers, yeah. You'd squeeze them or you could pull them. I mean, an excellent exercise machine. Great for the inner pecs, presumably. It's amazing, isn't it? It's yeah. amazing. I've, I've, ne- I've never thought about those. Well, I think I think since I, about not, since about nineteen ninety one. I think I know why they disappeared because they were fucking dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. They were fucking death traps. I can imagine a lot of eighties men getting their chest hair caught in them. Chest hair. <laughs> no, that was the springs. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. The springs. springs. No, oh, no, 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 no. This wasn't a raw spring. It was. So a my pole. dad had one of the springs ones. Oh right, okay. No, that's it, not it was, a bulwark. No, it was a pole. It was a pole. Let me let me get you a picture. So what would you call the springs one, Pete? Just a springy pull pull. I don't know. Um, bull worker was uh, this a um, here it is. Oh, you can still buy him. You can still buy him. Um, was uh, one of those guys. Oh, one of those never... guys. Those guys. There. I've never seen one of those before. They were like, oh, that guy looks like Christian. Look, that guy could not look more nineteen uh, eighty. So did your 1970s. dad have one of those? So yeah, my dad had one of those, and uh, I used to I used to sort of put my chin on it. And sort of try and pull my chin to the ground and just like crack all my teeth. It was, <laughs> it was stupid. It was ridiculous. People just don't have it. Like, it, there's just more. Maybe there's just better ways of doing it. These as well, chest uh, chest benders. Those yeah, ones, and, those and the old as well. and the old wrist ones. Oh, the, the old wrist. You still see those sometimes. Yeah, but I, I, th- like to, I think I like a couple to... of those things are quite northern. Do you reckon? I don't reckon they made them. That. I, <laughs> I've never seen one of those before. I'm going to buy myself a bull worker. Do it. So I can do, so do I can get, so I can get that big chest. Um, all right, we've got, we got time for one what more email. What have you done your knee? Oh, I was playing that charity football tournament last Sunday. Oh, yeah, you play football. You, you play, you, where was yeah. Donny's invite? I love a game of football. I, okay, we're going to go through this, aren't we? We're going to do this from start right. to finish. I invited you. You said you're in Korea. I said, that's a shame. You said, I would have liked to have played, but I'll be away. No further questions. Yeah. Right, move on to the next email. Um, we won the tournament, so it's fine. Um, this email is from a guy called Sean. Hi, Sean. And I've titled this email. Great to have your email, mate. You'll love this, Pete. Right. I've titled this email, Man pays £30 for haircut when he has no hair. Oh. This is about British awkwardness again. Mm. Remember we talked about it? That yours. How much money would you pay Pete Donaldson for a haircut rather than cause a scene? And you said £200. Uh, yeah. So listen, check this out from Sean. He says, uh, chaps... Your recent discussion about how much you would pay for a haircut because of British awkwardness reminded me of a similar incident that happened to me last year. I got married last July, and a few weeks before ha- uh, beforehand, my better half suggested I should visit a Turkish barber leading up to the wedding to get my beard and hair trimmed and treat myself to a massage and everything like that while I'm in there. I don't have a large beard, Sean says, and I keep it clippered relatively short, but other than that, I'm too lazy to keep it maintained any neater. So I was a little bit worried about having something different done for the wedding day without seeing it beforehand. Ah. So I decided to test it a few weeks before. Ah. I live in Essex, but I work in London. So n- uh, now the only way um, to do it is, is essentially do it on, on my lunch break. Um, I knew I'd have to pay London prices, but you know, needs must. Sean says, I found a place in walking distance from the office. The first thing I did was check the price for them to do their thing to my beard um, and I already wanted to walk out when they said it was £30, mm. but I was in there now, and good old British awkwardness meant I just carried on. You're getting married, mate. Exactly. This is the practice, I remember. This is mm. just the practice. Well, um, They cracked on, uh, says Sean, and although having my ear hairs burnt off isn't how I'd normally spend my lunch break, <laughs> the whole thing was very relaxing, until they gave me the bill of £60. What? £60? Yeah, I said £60. Mm. Confused, I asked why the price had doubled, they told me it was because they had cut my hair as well, which left me feeling pretty confused. 
I was 32 at the time I had this done, and probably about seven years before this event, while walking down the road, a van of builders pulled over to ask me where the barbers is. When I responded with, sorry, I don't know, they shouted, of course you don't, you bald cunt. Brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean... I lost my hair a good few years ago and come to terms with it, and, and, and my consciousness of it... Um, uh, didn't really register when they run the clippers around the back of my head for literally 30 seconds. <laughs> so I certainly didn't expect it to be double the price. But rather than arguing with someone as skilled as that with a cutthroat razor, I just paid the money and left. Yeah, that, that's, a, that, that's, a, that's a piss take, isn't it? Really? So I, head, I headed home £60 down after paying for a haircut for the hair I don't have. Um, and you can probably already guess the response from my now wife. She looked at me for about three seconds and said, no, I don't like that. Don't do that again for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> The hair I don't have. <laughs> and Sean, the story uh, of Steve from Guess Who. He finishes the email by saying, "All in all, a deflating experience." <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Would have been if they'd uh, pressed the knife to your throat. Mm. Mm. I actually cut my dad's hair because he's just got a little bit around the sides now. Just do it with the old grade four. Old clitters. Yeah, grade four. Clitters. Get it around there. I couldn't find. I have a very specific clippers for my beard. I don't have a beard, but it's just like my, you know, little. You've got a David little... Brent like box beard, haven't you? I don't have David Brent. It's just, it's just yeah. that happens to be the only place that hair grows. But I don't like to shave it completely because I think it makes my forehead look big. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd use like a clip. What, you think not having like a beard it, yeah, makes your forehead look, look big? big yeah. okay. It makes it look, yeah. It's, so I use like a very specific Gillette kind of, um, it's like a beard shaper sort of thing. Right. Those kind of like Craig David if I want to kind of shape, shape my beard a little bit to make a little, so, bit, so I use that. And for, for the other bit, you used Dollar Shave Club, right? Forgot <laughs> costume. Yeah. Uh, for or whatever we're being sponsored this week. <laughs> um, for what, uh, yeah, and I just used an enormous razor for the rest of it, for the little bum fluff, because um, I'm not a good beard grower. But I couldn't find one in uh, Korea or um, the brief um, couple of days I was in Fukuoka in Japan. So I had to use uh, what can only be described as a, a bikini uh, shaper um, instead. Right. And uh, they are rather more aggressive <laughs> which you'd, which is weird because it's closer to the more delicate parts i can't notice any difference in your face though no so what, people, people wouldn't Massive know forehead. that so it's an unnecessary confessional that <laughs> no. unnecessary confessional could be the subtitle to this uh goddamn uh, show on that Gosh, delicate note donson let's get out of here get off my delicate notes yeah we'll be out of here and we'll come back on monday why not monday as is the custom all right then shitheads bye see you later <laughs>